I've really enjoyed creating short, snappy episodes for you during the summer. So this is another one of those. I've been getting great feedback and people have been enjoying listening to these short episodes. But don't worry, there will be some longer episodes and some more guests coming up very soon. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I am delighted you're here. On today's episode, I'm taking you behind the scenes of my brand new super strict schedule. Now bear with me, that sounds like your idea of hell, I was there too. But thanks to some brilliant advice from my mentors and clients, Andrew and Pete, I'll link to them in the show notes, as well as me eating a portion of humble pie, more of that later, I've changed my opinion and I'm loving this new way of working. Let's dive in. I know that lots of you listening will not have the same amount of time available as me or as each other. There are lots of people in different situations listening to this podcast. But trust me, there are things that you can apply no matter what your situation and no matter how much time you have available to work on your business every single week. So if you're listening to this and thinking, like some of my clients did when I shared it with them. But Nikki, I don't have the full week to work on my business. I have young kids or I have a job on the side. Notice I refer to your job as being on the side rather than your business. I think that's an important mindset to maintain because you need to think of your business as your big focus if you're aiming to grow it. Anyway, bear with me if this is what you're thinking. This method of scheduling can work for you no matter what your work or childcare or other caring responsibilities, or your general life situation. Now, more about that humble pie. A few years ago, I'm saying maybe five, my husband and business partner, he wasn't at the time, but he is now, John, had a super strict schedule. So we have an office in the garden. And before the pandemic, years ago, when I had my own office outside the home, he would work in the garden office all the time and up on the wall, he had his schedule and it was broken down into minute detail. I'm talking minute by minute. And I thought it was too rigid. I thought it was boring. I wanted freedom and flexibility and fun. And I'll admit it, I made fun of him. And now I'm having to eat my words. I've been a member of Andrew and Pete's membership, Atomic, for quite a few years. And we've also worked with them to help us grow the business. And now they are clients of ours. So we've come full circle. And they have a great attitude to scheduling, which is extremely similar to John's. And it's basically about scheduling to the max every single week so that you can be more productive than ever before. Now, this got me really excited because I experienced this and basically all of my clients experienced this. Everybody who I speak to in the business space, we never feel like we have enough time, do we? We never feel like we get to a point where we are getting enough done. And I'm ready for that to change. I don't know about you. Now, don't get me wrong. We get plenty done, but there's always room for more, isn't there? So while I was on holiday, I was thinking, I'm really excited to start scheduling quite strictly and in a lot of minute detail when I get back from holiday. So this is a very new thing, but I want to share it with you now. And then in a few weeks or months time, I will share how it's going. 
The first thing to say is that you can set up the schedule however you want. John's method was a Word document printed out on the wall. Nothing wrong with that. Andrew and Pete's method is a spreadsheet. Nothing wrong with that. My method is a Trello board. I'm loving Trello at the moment. Not an affiliate, just loving it. So I've set up a Trello board and basically every minute of every day is now scheduled. And whatever software or paper, pen, whatever you're using, it doesn't matter. The approach is exactly the same. Now, obviously, when I've taken my clients through this on my business accelerator, the charge, I've shown them visually. I've shown them behind the scenes. They've seen my board and they can have a copy and create their own board. I can't do that on the podcast, but if you want the template and if enough people ask for it, then I will give you a blank version as well. So just tag me inside my Facebook community. Once you've finished listening to this podcast, the Audience Growth Collective is the name of the group if you're not already a member. And if enough people request it, then I will provide it to you. Here are the steps that I've gone through to create my Trello board. The first step is to identify what time you have available. So my kids are older. My life looks very different now to how it looked 10 years ago. My kids are nearly 18 and 12. So 10 years ago, it was a lot more full on when it comes to childcare and commitments. And I had a lot less time available. Now things are different. And I'll cover this in detail. Doesn't matter what stage of life you're at or what your commitments are. This is going to work for you. So the first step as you're mapping out your schedule is to think about what time you have available. And that might be one day a week, two days a week, five days a week. It really depends. Personally, I have five days a week available because I don't want to work on weekends. Sometimes I slip into that habit, but I really don't want to. So my first step was to add Monday to Friday to my Trello board. I know what times I have available. My daughter will be getting the bus to school at eight o'clock. So I have basically from 8 a.m. in the morning until she comes home and I pick her up from the bus, maybe about half past four. So I've mapped this out from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. That's my time available, Monday to Friday. The next step is to identify your non-negotiables. So this is what I mean about this working for anybody, no matter what your situation. If you have a side job, then that needs to go on your schedule. Let's say you work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you only have Friday available to work on your business. Put Monday to Thursday in your schedule, but break it down into your working hours because I bet if you're working a side job, then you're squeezing in some business work before you start work, possibly during lunchtime and possibly after work as well, depending what your hours are. So put in your non-negotiables, whether that's a side job, childcare or other caring commitments, put in your weekly, fortnightly and monthly commitments that are non-negotiable. So for me, the first things that I need to put in are my client work, We have agency clients who we work with regularly at specific times of the week. We have meetings. So client work went in, client calls went in. And a huge priority for me with my business is content creation and approval because I have a team who create content, but I have the final say. So I'll go in and amend and approve. And I also have team meetings with some of my team. So my non-negotiables, whether they are weekly, fortnightly, monthly, are client work, for my agency clients, client calls, either with those agency clients or with my business accelerator, which is huge priority, or with other members of my community who are 
paying customers. So they all went in. Then my content creation and approval went in. I made a decision about when that needed to happen. So I have one session at the start of the week, one session at the end of the week, and my team meetings went in. The next step was to add in things that I want to happen on certain days. So the things that have to happen on certain days and times, they're in there. These are the things that I want to happen. So for example, in my business, I do not want to have any meetings on a Tuesday. And ideally, I don't want to have any meetings on a Friday either. So I have no meeting Tuesdays. I have Fridays that are not available to book in my calendar unless there's something that I specifically want to work on for my business. And I like to record my podcast, ideally in batches on Wednesday afternoon. So those all went in. Those are business things. And John and I are trying to be a lot more healthy. It's really easy for us because we're working from home, like lots of you, I'm sure now. Working from home, those boundaries between work and personal life are much more blurred than they have been. And you could just work, work, work all the time if you didn't manage that. So We are trying to be more healthy and we are trying to eat well, which involves little and often small meals throughout the day. And we are also exercising. And obviously we have commitments involving our kids. So into my schedule went mealtimes. So I have two breakfasts, two lunches. I don't schedule in the evening meal because that happens after 4.30. Then my exercise goes in. I have some mornings where I go early to the gym, some evenings where I go. And commitments involving the kids. My son, obviously, he's still at school, but he's nearly 18. So he needs very little. My daughter is 12. So she needs a little more, but still pretty independent. So she just needs walk to the bus stop and back and things like that. So that's all in the schedule at specific times. Then I look at what I can multitask. So for example, having all these small meals throughout the day is quite time consuming and it can feel a little bit disruptive. So For example, when I'm going to the gym early in the morning, I'll make sure that I've taken my first breakfast with me, which is a smoothie, and I'll drink that on the way. Then I'll do my exercise class. And then on the way back, I will have my second breakfast, which might be a protein shake. And I'll also listen to podcasts in the car, as I'm sure lots of you do. So I look at what I can double up and maximize efficiency that way. So I've got my time available, then I've got my non-negotiables in there, and I've got my things that I want to happen on certain days. They're all in there. Then I decide which remaining tasks need to be slotted in and when would be best for those. So for example, I have outreach that I want to do. I want to try and secure more speaking gigs. I want to write my book. All these kinds of things that I want to do that are going to help grow the business in the long term, but they're not actual pressing demands from on a day-to-day basis. So I'll decide when they need to happen and slot them in according to when I know my energy levels are best and which day of the week I want to have off. So for example, I get up twice a week, early morning, write my book. I'm not doing that on a Friday. I'm not doing that on a Tuesday because those are my no meeting days and I really want to keep them clear. So you can do this too. It's vital to make decisions according to what you want your life to look like. And that really helps me to make sure that I never resent my business or my clients and I get the physical space in my diary and the headspace in my mind to focus on these big projects that I want to happen that keep me interested and keep my business going in the right direction over the coming years. So once I've done that, then I review how much free time is left. And I'm saying free in inverted commas because this is work time. But for that remaining free time, I think about what I want to do in my business that I haven't covered off yet, such as online learning. That goes in on a Friday because that feels fun to me. 
that is a positive activity. I don't feel like I have to be sitting at my desk. I might be sitting in the garden, for example, if the weather's good. Not often in Scotland, but you know, it's an option. Or I might be out walking the dog, listening to podcasts. That happens on a Friday. Might happen at other times as well, but that's my priority for a Friday is to do fun stuff because I love growing my business. So it doesn't feel like work. So I created this Trello board and it's really detailed. It's broken down every kind of half hour. Some things are half an hour, some things are 45 minutes, some things are an hour or two, depending on the type of appointment or type of work that I'm doing. So I created it all and then I shared it with John and full disclosure, he picked up on some things that I hadn't factored in, like some missing mealtimes and enough time for client project work on certain days. So I would really encourage you to share your schedule. If you have a business partner, then that's the obvious choice, but also a friend or a family member. Some outside perspective always helps, but make sure they're on board. Make sure they're not like me five years ago, being all judgy and making fun of John for his tight schedule because he was on the right track way before me. And that's it. And all I do then is it's finalized and I keep it open all day long so that if I'm ever wondering what to work on next, I simply refer back to the board and it keeps me right. It stops me daydreaming. It stops me procrastinating. It keeps me on track. It works like an absolute charm. And when things get out of whack, which they inevitably will, like if you're ill or something crops up with your personal life, I simply shuffle things around, prioritize the non-negotiables and take it from there. I don't beat myself up for messing up. I simply pick myself back up and get going again. But it's far easier to do that because I can clearly see what needs to be done first. So far, so good with this new super strict schedule of mine. And I'll keep you posted over the coming weeks and months, but I have a really good feeling about this. If only I'd listened to John all those years ago. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Audience Growth Podcast. I hope it's given you the permission and the encouragement to get into the detail when it comes to your own schedule. And reminder, if you're thinking you'd love to see a visual example of this schedule so that you can update it for yourself, then tag me inside my free Facebook community, the Audience Growth Collective, and request it. If enough people do that, I'll create a blank template for you to fill in. If you're listening to this and thinking, these podcasts are great, I'm getting loads of information that I can implement in my business, but I'm ready to take things up a notch, then now could be the perfect time for you to join my business accelerator, The Charge. You can find out more information about that via the link in the show notes or just visit my website, nikkihutchison.com forward slash the hyphen charge. It's a brilliantly supportive community full of ambitious women growing their businesses. And you have regular contact with me, both as part of supportive groups and one-to-one. So jump over there just now and take a look. On next week's episode, I'm going to be sharing the one thing that needs to happen before you do any marketing and why. So remember to join me next Friday for that. And in the meantime, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for your ratings and reviews. This is your hint to go and leave one now if you haven't already. And final thing, if you enjoyed today's episode, please could you share it with an entrepreneurial friend today? You can do this by grabbing the link to this specific episode from wherever you're listening and sending it on to anyone who could do with my help to grow their audience and grow their business. Thanks again. Keep up the good work and I'll see you next time. Take care.